Blog Talk Radio.
Amen, amen, and amen. Welcome to our second Sunday of the month of January, which is the first month of every year, and especially in 2023. And even if we were talking about not the calendar year, but the fiscal year, this would be a another celebration because one October is the beginning of the fiscal year. So meaning those of us in the government and other places, we've already celebrated the new year, but now we're celebrating that of the new calendar year. So I thank God for it. And so before I begin with... Um, what the Lord has given me for today, I wanted to know if there's anyone that would like to pray, not just for the service, but for whatever the Lord has placed on your heart. I want to begin with prayer, and so you can pray whatever God's given you, or you can Pray whatever's on your heart, and I'm sure that would align with whatever God is giving you. So I open up the lines right now for prayer um, in general. Just just pray, thanks, pray. The lines are open. Lord, in Jesus' name. Oh, okay, I'll wait. Go ahead. Uh, I think I heard Minister Margo and Minister Sylvia. So go ahead, Minister Margo. You can pray for pray whatever God's giving you. I thank and praise God for another day. Uh, I thank and praise Him for His goodness and His mercy. I thank and I praise Him for all the provisions He has made for us as His children. I thank and praise Him for being a father that cares about everything that we care about. I thank and I praise him for forgiving our sins and for washing away all those things that we struggle and wrestle with. If we would just lay them on the altar, I thank him for everything he has done and continues to do and is doing for the people of God and for all those who call out to him in honesty and authentically asking for help, asking for prayer, asking for whatever is needed. God, I'd just like to send out a prayer this morning for those who are working in the field of medicine. I'd like to send out a prayer for those who are nursing and taking care of the sick. I'd like to send out a prayer this morning to uplift, strengthen, and encourage the hearts of those who are aiding the nurses. I'd like to thank and praise God and ask the angels of heaven to surround and protect those who are first responders, who are going out to help those who cannot help themselves. I'm asking God to simply have mercy 
and continue to strengthen and encourage the hearts of those who have been trained on how to care for others. Thank and praise God for those who waited on me and for those who are waiting on others who lay there and simply ask God to have his way in their lives. I thank you, God, for the doctors and the, those people who are, are just there searching for answers. I ask you, God, to open up their hearts, their minds, and their understandings to help them to understand that the answer is in you, that the answer is in God, that's not in ourselves, that we are not to lean to our own understanding, but to give him the facts and ask him to inspire us. The most creative force in the universe can tell us exactly what we need to do, where we need to go, how we need to go about it. God, thank you. Just thank you. Just thank you and praise you, God, on this morning, on this glorious morning, because this is a day that the Lord has gave. We shall rejoice and be glad in it and not take one thing for granted as we move through this day in God's grace and mercy. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Amen. Minister Sylvia. Amen. Take you back and offer what Minister Margo has prayed. Father God, we just come before you on today, God, asking you, O oh God, to give us patience, not patience for others, O oh God, and loved ones and friends and just people that we know. God, but teach us how to be patient with ourselves. Teach us not to be anxious for nothing, O oh Lord. Teach us how to sit back and talk with you, listen to you, to wait on you. God, teach us how to just desire your excellency, your excellency for our lives. God, teach us how to want to be saved. Teach us how to request the desire to want to be saved. Teach us how not to take for granted the opportunity that we have when we're asked to pray, when we need to pray, or we feel the option to pray. Teach us how to go in when the requirement or the request has been made. God, we may not know all the answers. We may not even know all the questions. We may not even know all the information. But God, teach us how to be more patiently, to just be on point when it comes to praying for your people. God, teach us how to see people the way you see people. God, give us a heart for everyone that we know, the ones we don't know, the ones that come in our crossways. God, give us patience for ourselves, oh God. Don't let, don't let us be so busy loving ourselves, we don't know how to love nobody else. God, don't just let us love our families, but teach us how to love even the stranger. God, teach us how to smile at someone because you never know what that smile did for that someone on that day or that moment. God, teach us how to come before you with an open heart open mind, without being scared to talk to you, God. Teach us that when we don't know what to say, God, that you understand our moans. 
Teach us how to be honest with ourselves so that we can be honest with you, O oh Lord. God, teach us how to just want to be used by you. God, again, I ask you to teach us patience with ourselves. Because, God, a lot of times we're just rushing, we're rushing, we're rushing just to do a whole lot of nothing. But, God, we just ask you on today to cover our hearts, cover our minds, open our hearts and our minds that we may receive your word on today. Let your word speak to us, oh God. Let your word do what it comes to do. Let your word bring deliverance. Let your word bring us in a place of saying, God, that's it right there. I need you to work on that right there in me. Teach me how to come before you with my hands up, surrendering, and teach me how to wait on you, O oh Lord. Don't keep you in a box. Don't put you on the time limit but to patiently wait on you, O oh Lord. In Jesus' name, I pray these things. These things I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Would anyone else like to pray? Okay, I thank God for um, this Sunday and for allowing us to pray. And I'm going to pray as well, Um, and then I will will, do whatever God wants me to do. That's the main thing, because he may want me to pray the whole time. There is a desire, God, to know. God, I agree with every prayer that has already been prayed. Minister Sylvia's prayer, Minister Margot's prayer, the prayers that they prayed even before we came on the air. God, God, the prayers that they prayed late in the midnight hour. The prayers that they prayed throughout the day, God. I thank you for granting them. For your word reminds us to ask. So we thank you for the requests that have been made. God, I pray for Minister Margot and all of her family, all of her siblings, her spouse. I pray for her sorrows. I pray for everyone that is connected to her in everything that she does. God, I thank you for you caused her to write the vision and to make it plain. I thank you, God, for the anointing on her life. Mm. God, I thank you for the songs that she writes and she sings. I thank you for healing her from her head to her toe from the inside out for your glory. God, I thank you for every partner, every ministry gift connected to Smile for You. God, I pray for Bub's family, Janice and George, and everyone connected to them during this loss of Aura, God. 
strengthen them, encourage them, comfort them, renew them, revive them, restore them, cover them with the blood of Jesus. Mm. Even though they may seem to be strong to many, those areas that we know not of, heal them, God. Those things that we know not of, God, strengthen them, encourage them, and make them whole. God, I pray for my Aunt Bay, my Aunt Wardine, my Aunt Catherine, my Uncle Foster, and all of my mom and dad's uh, siblings and their seeds and their seed seeds. God, I pray for Brandon and his family. I pray for Minister Sheila and her family, which also includes myself and Minister Renee and her son and her daughters. Pray for my other siblings, Minnie and Mary and Billy and their children. God, I pray for all of my mom and dad's family members, all of them to the hundredth generation, and for even their families to the hundredth generation. I pray for uh, little Tony, God. My little sister, Tony, I pray for Mia. I pray for Lexus. I pray for Mama Ruth, who they said is in a sugar coma in the name of Jesus. Heal her and make her whole. And I pray for their immediate family, God. I pray for so many that I haven't called out their name, but I pray for America. I pray for those in the White House. I pray for those working in the government. I pray for those working in the classroom, God. A special prayer for the six-year-old God that shot his teacher, my God. I pray for the teachers in the name of Jesus. I pray even for the football player, Damon. I pray that he'll be whole. Yes, God, in the name of Jesus. I pray for everyone that's prayed for him. I pray, God that you will anoint me on today with a get-out-of-your-way-and-stay-out-of-your-way anointing, God. That anointing that reminds me that you even had John to pray, that his very prominence would allow God for Jesus to increase and for him to decrease. God in this heaven, uh, we have yet to see. I even pray for the host of angels and everyone that's there with you, God. I pray for them. God, I pray for everyone that's in this earth. God, every sinner, every backslider, I pray for them, God, that they will run to you, that they will focus on you, God. God, let there be great testimony. Let there be great books. Let there be great magazine articles. Let there be great radio station uh, series on how great thou art, God. Uh, we have so many events and things that talks about how great we are. But God, how great thou art. Not all of the entertainment that we see in church, God but how great thou art, God. Mm. 
I heard in the prayer yesterday, God, from Catherine Coolen when she said, don't take your spirit away from her. God, don't take your spirit away from her. God, uh, allow your Holy Spirit to not just come and have a visitation with us, but we ask that he would manifest in our lives eternally on this side of heaven. Yes, God, for your glory. God, we thank you that even your word reminds us that we want you to create in us a clean heart, oh God, and renew a right spirit, a steadfast spirit, God. That's a spirit of consistency in you, God. Ah, help us, God. In the name of Jesus, do what only you can do. Answer the prayers and the requests of your people for your glory, not for ours, and cause them to give you all the glory. Help us that our lives will be about the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost and giving you all the glory and all the praise. Don't let it be about us. Don't let it be about our heroes, our sheroes, or anything else. But let it all be about you. And thank you for the service on today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Well, I like how the amplified version of Psalms 51 and 10 says, Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right and steadfast spirit within me. And yet, the message version proclaims it and declares it in another way. It says, Soak me in your laundry, and I'll come out clean. Scrub me, oh my God, and I'll have a snow white life. Tune me in to foot tapping songs that these once broken bones to dance. Don't look too close for blemishes. Give me a clean bill of health. God, make a fresh start in me. Shape a Genesis week, chaos of my life. Don't throw me out with the trash or fail to breathe holiness in me. Bring me back from gray exile. Put a fresh wind in my cells. Give me a job teaching rebels your ways so that the lost can find their way home. Commute my death sentence, my God. Mm. God, my salvation, God, and I'll sing anthems to your life-given ways. Unbutton my lips, dear Lord. Unbutton my lips, dear God. Mm. 
unburden my lips. That's what the word is saying. And I'll let them loose with your praise. See, the message version didn't just do Psalms 51 and 10. It did Psalms 51, 7 through 15. When we allow the word of God to be loosed in our prayers and loosed in our praise and loosed in our conversation, we will know that we know that we know without a shadow of a doubt that we have God's Holy Spirit on the inside of us. Because in life, it's so easy to be focused on ourselves instead of our God. And so when I heard the woman of God praying, and she was saying, do not take your Holy Spirit from me. What I realize is that a lot of times when I'm hearing people preach and when I'm hearing them teach and when I'm hearing them, even in what they're calling praise and worship, when I'm hearing them do the various things that they say are for God, they're asking for a periodic visitation from the Holy Ghost, my God. But see, I don't want a periodic visitation from the Holy Ghost. I want him to live and dwell within me all the days of my life, every nanosecond, every second, every minute, every hour, every day, every week, every month. Oh, my God. Every year, every decade, every century, every day of my life, I want to be able to say to God, God, I'm asking that you increase the very demonstration of your word and your will and your thoughts need to just take me to another level and another level and another level and higher and higher and higher in God. And in order for that to happen, I need to decrease. My agenda, Mm. my thoughts, my will, until my will and my thoughts are in alignment, God. See, I haven't arrived yet. I know some of you all listening on the World Wide Web and and the various things, you've already arrived. I know. You, 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 You don't need this from God. But see, I need it. I need God to make it where my life says I'm getting out of the way of God and I'm staying out of his way. Because, see, many times we ask God to consume us, but not when I'm mad at somebody, Mm -hmm. not when someone has done me wrong, Mm -hmm. not when this or that is bothering me. Because, see, I'm just saying, I have the right to tell this person off. I have the right to uh, tell this person what they 
can and can't do and how to handle me. But some people are handling you in the way that they're supposed to handle you. I'm going to come back to that. See, when the Holy Spirit consumes us, he will cause us to pray, to read more of the word of God. He'll cause us to stand on the word of God more. And it won't be just in a season when things are going wrong. Listen to these scriptures, James 4, Amplified Version, verses 1 through 8. What leads to the unending quarrels and conflicts among you? See, talking about what I was just talking about. Do they not come from your desires that wage war in your bodily members fighting for control over you? You are jealous and covet what others have, and your lust goes unfulfilled, so you murder. That's all we hear about on the news is murder. I won't say we talk about as much the spiritual murder that's going on that's caused from the jealousy and the covetousness and the enviness and all of that stuff. The word of God goes on to say, you are envious and cannot obtain the object of your envy. My God, you fight and you battle. You do not have because you do not ask it of God. You ask God for something and you do not receive it because you ask with wrong motives, out of selfishness or with an unrighteous agenda so that when you get what you want, Spend it on your desire. I'm going to stop right there. He said, with your desire. See, God knows us better than we know ourselves. So my prayer is that when he gives us what we've asked for, that not only will we ask him for the wisdom of what to do with it, but we'll spend it on his desires, on his purpose, on his agenda. Now getting back to the word of God that reads, you adulterous, disloyal sinners flirting with the world and breaking your vow to God. Do you not know that being the world's friend that is loving the things of the world is being God's enemy? So whoever chooses to be a friend of the world makes himself an enemy of God. Or do you think that the scripture says to no purpose that the human spirit, which he has made to dwell in us, lusts with envy? But he gives us more and more grace through the power of the Holy Spirit to defy sin, and to live an obedient life that reflects both our faith and our gratitude for our salvation. Therefore, it says, God is opposed to the proud and haughty, 
but continually gives the gift of grace to the humble who turn away from self-righteousness. So submit to the authority of God. Resist the devil and stand firm against him, and he will flee from you. Come close to God with a contrite heart, and he will come close to you. Wash your hands, you sinners, and purify your unfaithful hearts, you double-minded people. Why did God give us that on today? When I was in prayer, God let me know that we are saved by grace, correct? He let me know that we are the redeemed of the Lord, correct? But yet, we need to ask God for his mercy continually. We need to ask God for his mercy according to his loving kindness continually. We need to ask God for his compassion to blot out our transgressions continually. We need to remember that God has to wash us. We haven't attained his perfection yet. And what's so good about it is he cleanses us from all of our sins and our transgressions because we ask. God is not against us because we're saved. We're justified. The sentence of death has already been canceled. But we don't want to have a self-righteous attitude that we act like we've already attained the perfection. That's why it's okay to remember Psalm 51 and ask God to purify us with his to make us clean, to wash us, to make us whiter than snow. It's okay. It's okay for us to remember that when we hear God's voice, we're to rejoice. It's okay for us to remember that it's okay for us to ask God to hide the sins that we commit. Or or, or let me make this personal because some of you may have already arrived, so you, you, you're, you're sinless. You know, you're not doing anything wrong. What for me, I have to say to God, I have to ask God, God, don't cast me away from your presence. And do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and sustain me with a willing spirit. See, I don't know about you, but I I have to ask God this continually. I have to be reminded of Luke 1 and 26 and 38 when it talks about how the angel came unto Mary and how she became perplexed and how she was afraid of the favor and the presence of God on her life. 
that made it where she could conceive in her very womb. Jesus, the great, the eminent, the most high, the son of God. But at first, she had to listen past, go past, go beyond her fears. See, I know that it's impossible for me to live a life that Mary declared. She said, behold, I am your servant. I am a servant of the Lord. May it be done to me according to your word. And the angel left. I've been asking God, God births in me an attitude, a willingness to constantly obey your will, your Holy Spirit that gives me a willingness to want him to indwell in my being and not just to have a visitation. I don't, when Jesus left and he said he was going to leave us the comforter, he didn't say for a visitation. I need the Holy Spirit to rest and dwell on the inside of me the entire time that I'm in this earth. I need for him to birth in me a spirit that wants to ask him on a continual basis to consume me with his Holy Spirit. On this side of heaven, I need for God to know without a shadow of a doubt that I can't make it without him. I don't know about you, but I cannot say that I've lived a life that has asked God to not take his Holy Spirit from me. When I've been angry and I didn't behave in the way that God would have wanted me to behave because I didn't want to listen to his Holy Spirit. thought I had a right to tell that person off. I thought I had a right to, as they say, excuse me, I'm still under construction. God is working on me. I'm talking about me, y'all. I had to come to a place that I said, Jesus said to you in the Garden of Gethsemane, not my will, but your will be done. God, I oftentimes pray and I ask you, Not my will, but your will be done. I say that I accept you allow. I've even said, be it unto me according to your word. But God, let that be in me continually. 
and that I will submit to you continually. And that I will constantly ask you, Father God, do not cast me away from your presence. Do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Not even if I ask. Make it where I don't ask. Make it where I don't try to put the Holy Spirit off so that I can tell somebody what I'm feeling, so that I could walk in any type of jealousy, any type of covetousness, any type of envy, any type of disobedience, any type of doubt, any type of not trusting you, any type of disappointment, any type of hurts and frustrations. But God, this battle that I'm having as I live and thrive on this earth, let me constantly say, God, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. God, I accept what you allow. God, be it unto me according to your word. Father God, not my will, but your will be done. Father God, increase thee and decrease me. God, let everything that I do and say line up with your will and not the temptations of this world. Because, see, I haven't arrived there yet. When people lie on me, when people blame me for stuff, when 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 people misuse me or, or abuse me, they are agape love that God has for me. I don't always have for them. Sometimes some of the things that are done cause me deep distress and anguish to the point that I have to come to God and say, God, help me. Because what I want to say and what I want to do doesn't line up with your will. I'm going to share testimony that you may say, oh, that's not that bad, but it was to me. I was tempted to not tell the people on my job that I'm retiring on the 31st of January. I was tempted to tell them at the last minute because of my disappointment and the lies that were being told on me, the the blame game, the various things that were going on, the microaggressions, the racism, and all of these things, I was just going to be like two fingers and out. But as I was in prayer for other people, because remember, I had told you during last year, God um, had dealt with me about praying for others more than I prayed for myself that I needed to get back into that. Because, see, the microaggressions and the various things I was dealing with on the job kept causing me to get distracted. So I ended up praying a lot because Apostle Sandra Thomas wasn't here anymore because she would always pray for me and and call me and and, uh, tell me the various things. Although I have Minister Sylvia, who I call my parish, 
that's praying for me. I had to learn that there were some people that there were people taking care of them and making sure that they got promotions and making sure that they got their performance um, bonuses and all of that. And I was taking care of my people. And so because I was taking care of my people and not doing the things that many of them wanted me to do to the people that worked for me, I put them above me because although they were doing bad stuff too, God was teaching me, you don't do to people what's done to you. You do to people what I've taught you to do, which is you do right by them. Even if they're lying on you, even if they're deflecting. I had a a boss that it felt like she was competing with me instead of leading me. And so there was a lot of things going on, and God was teaching me. The imps and the demonic forces that are coming against you are doing what they're supposed to do. How can I perfect you if you're not in the fire, my God? How can I perfect you if you're not under pressure? Because, see, he can. I'm not saying he can't do it, but I'm saying in these cases, he had already promoted me to the top grade. So I was getting... um, pressure to want to go to the higher executive um, level. But no one in my leadership was trying to support me in getting there. And it was all because of my color. I'm not going to. So then I started getting disappointed. I was like, God, you allowed me to go through these grades And I went through them so quickly, and now it looks like you've removed your hand from my life on my job. And then he showed me, no, I haven't. They're doing what they're supposed to do. You need to keep your focus on what you're supposed to do. So then he reminded me. Keep doing right by the people. Don't get caught up in what's going on. And know that the reason that you're not going to pursue being at the higher levels is because I've already transitioned you to another mission. See, my mission in the government has been completed. And people were trying to distract me and cause me to stay where my mission was already completed. I have a mission to people of color, to single parents, to people that don't know how to navigate through the racism and the sexism and the microaggressions in the government in various jobs. But there's people that won't speak up 
Remember, when you see something, you say something. And because they won't, that's why God allowed me to pursue a doctoral degree in leadership so that I can train the people of color in low economic areas of how to get in those jobs, stay in those jobs, and maximize those jobs until God moves them to the next thing. But see, in order to do that, we have to constantly ask God, God, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. Because the wars that come against you, the battles that come against you, you have to be in oneness with God. You have to be in oneness with Jesus that's sitting on the right hand of the Father making intercession for you. You have to know that when Jesus said that he was going to go to the Father and ask him to send us a helper or a comforter and an advocate and an intercessor and a counselor and a strengthener, someone that will be by our side, the Holy Spirit, you can't just have a visitation from him. My God. You have to have the indwelling of the Holy Spirit that you don't decide to overrule, but you decide to submit even in the midst of the battles of war, whether it's your health, whether it's your finances, whether it's your job, whether it's your family, whatever, 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 however, whenever the battles come, God, don't take your Holy Spirit from me. God, remind me that Jesus is on the right hand of the Father making intercession for me. And yet, I have the Holy Spirit, your Holy Spirit, God, dwelling on the inside of me. Help me not to overrule him when the imps and the demons are doing what they've been assigned to do as you perfect me and my fellowship and relationship with you that Jesus purchased for me. Because, see, I have to live a life that shows these people that are watching us, and you have to do it too, that I accept what God allows, for real, for real, for real, that I will do this, thing that you called me to do, God, according to your will and your way and your God-given purpose that you've given me, I'll submit my will to your will, God. Because see, like I said, I'm, I, I'm not perfect. I, 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 I'm not that person that, that doesn't get angry, that doesn't get frustrated. Yes, I, I, I walk in the humanity that God has given me, and yet I walk in the anointing that says, God, help me get out of your way and stay out of your way. So if you haven't heard anything else on today, I pray that you've heard God say, let's stop overruling his Holy Spirit and let's continue 
to submit to his Holy Spirit and tell anger and tell disappointment and tell whatever it is that the imps and the demonic forces are doing, I see you, devil, that won't work because I've already asked God to not take his Holy Spirit from me. In Jesus' name. I turn it back over to you all for whoever wants to comment or say whatever God has given them and um, share the business of Smile 3 for this week. Well, I just like to say, this is Minister Margo. I'd like to thank God for the word on today. And I would like to ask uh, Minister Sylvia, she could close us out. And one of the things that she was saying that stands out to me is that God expects us to love others. He expects us to show his type of love to others, which has nothing to do with our hearts or our minds or our wills, but to love others as he has loved us. God bless you. Amen. Thank you, Minister Margo. Minister Sylvia, are you still on the line? Yes, I am. Sorry about that. I was praying, and I had the phone on mute. (laughs) Father God, we thank you for the service on today. We thank you for everything that you said, everything that you brought to our attention, Father. We just ask you to teach us how to line up with your word, God, that we may walk in victory. God, we just ask you right now, let your word be planted and hidden in our heart that we may not sin against thee, God. God, we just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. I thank everybody for tuning in on this morning with Smile Through E, Iron Sharpening Iron Blog Talk Radio Ministry. I thank you for coming in on Monday evenings at 8 p.m. Central Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. This will be the second Monday of the month. Our speaker will be Minister Servant Troy Thomas, and we thank you all for tuning in on Monday night. Please share when you see it on the Facebook postings. Thank you all for coming back on Saturday evening to hear Prophet Antoine Thomas speak at 9 p.m. Central Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, to hear what the man of God has to say to us on this second Friday of the month. We thank God for this ministry moving forward in this new year. We thank God for everything that he has called for this ministry to do. We thank God for every issue that he has called for each partner to address concerning the building up of the body of Christ. We thank God for Smile 3E. And I just want to say again, thank you for supporting us. Next Sunday at 9.30 a.m. Central Standard Time, 10.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, please come back to hear our very own Apostle Dr. Cecilia Kaiser, Minister Margot McCor along with Minister Brandon Kaiser. We thank you for 
you blessing them, oh, Lord. We thank you for them standing on assignment. And, God, too, I just want to touch and agree with Apostle that we thank you for everything that you're doing for Minister Margo, that even the hunger in her heart for serving you has grown even stronger and even the more, that even going through whatever it is, God, you are an awesome God. You are a great redeemer. You are a great restorer. God, everything you touch, everything you made is good. And, God, you have touched us. You have touched her. And we know that you made us, and it was good. So, God, we thank you for today. This is a special day on today, God, that your word has been sent out, delivered, and spoken. And it will accomplish that which it was sent. Before we take anything back, God, we will add more to it. In Jesus' name, we pray these. Our foundational scripture is Matthew 6 and 33. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Amen. Apostle, I give it back to you. Amen. My prayer for everyone, God, is please do not take your Holy Spirit from any of us and that we'll have a continual manifestation of the Holy Spirit that we will not override. In Jesus' name, bye-bye. Bye-bye.
is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.